Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. I'm Alora Murray. And I'm Sarah Jenkins. So, Sarah, I have to ask you a question. The holidays are such a happy time. There's magic everywhere. I truly think they are. it's just so full of magic and wonder. But have you ever felt sad during the holidays? Yes, I have. And then you feel guilty because you're like, why do I feel sad in the happiest time of the year? But it's it can be really overwhelming. Honestly, I have. Have and, you? And I honestly have. There was some personal things going on. I remember when I went through my divorce, I was really sad during the holidays. And I, looking back, I was like, I think there are lots of people who feel this way. Maybe mm-hmm. people are feeling lonely. Um, maybe they're feeling stressed. Um, maybe they're just feeling, you know, the not enoughness that sometimes the holidays um, can bring on. And I remember when I was going through it, and I was just feeling so sad because that's, you know, a, a big thing to go through. Of course, um, yeah. I really had to focus on being grateful for the things I had. And I remember someone giving me that advice at the time. And I was like, be grateful. Bah, humbug. <laughs> you know, You're I not was, in the mood yeah, to express I was, gratitude. Yeah, I was but very, that's a good tip. Yeah, I was very much a Grinch. And I was like, if I can just, even though I'm sad, if I can just every day think of one thing that mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for this holiday season, it can kind of pull me out of this funk and through that personal experience I thought well I can't be the only one who has ever felt that way during the holidays like you said you felt that way I have yeah I um I lost my grandma during the holidays and for years I just always associated it Mm -hmm. with you know that time of the year and like I said it's weird because you feel like complex Mm -hmm. emotions because everyone around you is being so celebratory but I think it's important and I feel like in recent years we're hearing more and more that you aren't alone so many people have these heavy emotions tied to the holidays and um yeah I love any tips and tricks you can use when you're feeling down because it can be a really loaded time for lots of people. So I was lucky enough, I um, was able to talk to um, Jody Moore um, on the podcast um, today, and we really just dive deep into what can you do if you feel sad during the holidays? What can mm-hmm. you do if you're feeling lonely? What can you do if you're just not feeling that holiday cheer and kind of turn it around and make it a time that you look forward to instead of a time that you dread? And she has really great tips, like tangible things you can do um, to make yourself feel a little bit better. So what do Love you say that. to take a listen? Let's listen. Let's do it. Today on this episode of Fresh Off the Set, I am so honored to be interviewing Jody Moore, who is a life coach, a podcast host, and an author, just to name a few of the all the awesome things she does. So Jody, thank you for being with us today. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. So today we are talking about the holidays. I mean, the holidays are a great time to be with family, to sit with people you love, but lots of times holidays, we don't stop and think they can actually bring some not so positive feelings. Mm-hmm. So it can be challenging for yeah. sure. So let's talk. The holidays can be a lonely time for some people. They can be a triggering time for some people. What can we do during these times to help us feel less lonely? First of all, What I like to remind everybody is that everything that we're feeling is because of what's happening in our heads. It's because of what we're thinking. So the holidays in and of themselves don't actually make us lonely. It's the the stories or thoughts or sentences in our heads that make us feel lonely or overwhelmed or whatever we might be feeling at the holidays. It just so happens that certain circumstances, certain events in our lives make it easier for us to think thoughts that create loneliness or harder 
right? To think thoughts that mm-hmm. make us feel comforted and joy-filled. And so while the holidays on the surface, like you said, seem like a very happy time, a lot of us have stories or ideas in our heads about what our lives should be like, what our relationships should be like, and that don't align with reality. And that is mm-hmm. the reason we feel uh, lonely or or whatever we're feeling. So it's a, number one is to just be aware of that. Okay. And and to notice that and to be kind with yourself as you experience that. All right. And I think, and you talked about in your heads, I feel like it's so hard to switch that narrative to, to understand that that's what you're going through. How do you switch that narrative so you feel less lonely, you feel less pressured? Well, I think that we tend to get really binary in our, th- in our thinking when we talk about thinking this way, right? Mm-hmm. If, if uh, my thought is, gosh, I, I don't have family around let's say like I have a close friend who is um, divorced and her children are going to be with her husband and they're gonna be out of town at the holiday so she's if she thinks thoughts like gosh I I wish I was with my kids Um, I wish my situation looked different she's going to create loneliness that doesn't mean that she needs to think this is amazing I love this (laughs) you don't have to lie to yourself (laughs) (laughs) right we don't or, or even to try to think Thoughts that you just don't really believe that don't Mm -hmm. land for you isn't what we're saying here. There are literally millions of things that you can think and focus on. And I do think that you have to give yourself some space to allow some of the negative emotion, allow the human part of you that maybe wants to feel sad or disappointed or something. But sometimes what we do is we spin in these negative thoughts and we Mm -hmm. make it even worse rather Mm -hmm. than okay, it's disappointing that I'm not with my kids this Christmas and I'm going to allow myself to be disappointed, but I'm also going to redirect to all the things that are going well in my life. And, and even just shifting your focus to something that's easier to think positive about can have a tremendous effect on us overall. I think that's beautifully put because we hear the thought, you know, be positive, which is so important, but that doesn't mean you have to lie to yourself about how you're feeling. You don't need to lie to yourself, like you said, and think, oh my word, my family's not around. I am so happy. (laughs) That's right. That's right. It just doesn't work. We don't buy it anyway. So like, hey, I like to try to talk to myself in a compassionate way when I'm struggling. Like, Hey, hon, what's going on? I see that you're sad. I see that you're lonely. It's okay. I got you. It's okay to be lonely. Mm-hmm. Not just like, don't be lonely, but it's okay to be lonely. And I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. And I love you. And and just having a moment of allowing yourself that emotion then can make your, you feel more open to then. Let's, let's just remember though, that, um, you know, we do, we are going to have a clean kitchen. Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or, or again, plus side, less dishes. <laughs> no one's going to come and destroy it. Or redirect to just something altogether different. Like, I am really looking forward to, you know, whatever it is that you have going on. Uh, so, yeah, but you got you to gotta give yourself space to be human. I love that. And I think that talking to yourself the way you would talk to someone you love is so important when you get in that negative headspace. Because I think sometimes what we think in our heads... We would never say that to our best friend or someone we truly care about. That's right. And in fact, we do the opposite often to ourselves. When we're feeling down, we start being really negative. Like, what's the matter with you? You should be grateful. You have Mm -hmm. a good life. You need to be positive, right? And we do the opposite of what we actually need. We need just a moment of compassion. I love that. And then I think another thing, and this kind of is on the same vein, but in the holidays, I personally feel like so many people 
they set up this list of things that they should be doing. Like, my house should look like this. My front yard mm-hmm. should have these decorations. We should have um, this meal and this party, and it needs to look like this, and it needs to look like that. How can we not be so hard on ourselves and not set these unrealistic expectations? Yeah, this is such a good question. Um, so many of us, I feel like are just living our lives. Like you said, that word should, Mm -hmm. we all know is a terrible word, um, or shouldn't. Um, but I feel like we're just living our lives in the way that we think we're supposed to, in in that, the way that everyone around us seems to be living, Right. right. Or what we believe people expect of us. In other words, we're getting the answers for how am I going to treat the holidays, for example, from outside of us. Okay. And sometimes what you find outside of you is going to align with what you really want. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to see something and you're going to think that does sound fun. I do want to do that. But many times we don't even pause to question it. So oh. I had this yeah, I had this experience recently where you know, as a life coach and an entrepreneur, I'm always trying to like get my message out to more people and grow my business. And and I had this other coach say, I don't put my name on the internet because I don't want more clients. I don't want, I like my life as it is. I don't want my business to get bigger. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> that does not compute with me. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> Seriously. And then I realized like, oh, just because all the other entrepreneurs around me are trying to grow their businesses doesn't mean that that's for everyone. Right. So there are times to go, well, do I want to decorate for the holidays? Do I want to make food and have the party and all the things that everyone's doing? The answer to a lot of it might be yes, but to a lot of it, it might be no. And if you don't want to do it and you're doing it out of people pleasing or obligation, or you just haven't paused to question it, that doesn't tend to work well in the long run. We become resentful and overwhelmed. And so I like to remind myself, I don't have to do any of this. Mm-hmm. What do I want to do? And sometimes the things, I will say this, sometimes the things that I choose to do are because maybe my children really like it when I do that, or my husband really appreciates this or what have you. Like, I will do things that I don't quote unquote want to do because I, a part of me wants to for their sake. Okay. So right. that's not what we're talking about here. Mm-mm. I'm just talking about unconsciously, like you said, I'm supposed to send Christmas cards. Okay. But do you want to? Because you, <laughs> you definitely don't have to. <laughs> And I love the idea of questioning that because this goes along with my next question. Technology during Christmas, I feel social media adds a lot to it. It really kind of fuels that fire of what I should be doing, what I what I should be doing. But technology can actually be a good thing during this time if we're not comparing ourselves constantly. Mm-hmm. That's right. So how do we yeah. make it good? How do we use it, you know, make it a good instead of an evil during this time of year? Or really, I mean, we could talk about that all year long. That's right. I mean, the truth is that if we can look at other people's quote unquote success, whatever Mm -hmm. that is, maybe it's like a really cute picture of their family in all matching outfits, right? Um, We've all seen them. We've all seen them. And I think they're adorable. I've liked them. I've commented like, your family is hashtag goals. And they are adorable. But if we could use other people's successes like that Mm -hmm. to 
be number one, happy for other people. And number two, if, if it's something that you desire, if you want a great picture like that, or you want whatever it is that you see online, mm-hmm. you can use it as inspiration of what's possible. And if you do that, you're going to find a lot of joy. And obviously social media or, or technology can be a great way to connect with people long distance and to get ideas and share, you know, all of that. But I, I, the, I think where it's challenging for people is in the comparison, right? So mm-hmm. if you can use that to be happy for them and, um, and or go, wow, that's possible. It's, if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. Then you will get a lot of joy out of social media. That's challenging for our brains to do. Oftentimes, we, we might even still be happy for our friend, but then we use it to feel bad that I'm right. probably never going to have what they have. And so it is a choice. You can manage your brain and choose what you're going to think about it, but it is a lot of work too. So I, I will say personally, I really try to protect my brain, because my thoughts, because I know it's creating my experience. So there are um, certain accounts that I just unfollow because I realize every time I look at them, I, I start to judge myself. So I'm okay. not going to look at that account. I love that person. They haven't done anything wrong. I just don't want to have to do the work to manage what I'm going to be thinking. And it is work. It, it, I love how you said that. It is a lot of work. It's not an easy thing to do. And something else you said, I really like the idea of looking at something and not immediately getting down on yourself, but looking at something and thinking to yourself, oh, wow, that could be my future. I mean, right. there's room for everyone to be happy. It's not That's just, right. it, happiness doesn't live in a square on Yeah, and sometimes we get media. ideas about, we get these ideas about what we desire from other people, which is fun to be like, wait, you can, you can do that? You can travel with your family? You can take your kids out of school and travel for a year? And, and that might might spark a desire in you that can be a really healthy thing but we all know when it crosses the line into self-pity or Mm -hmm. self-judgment and then it's going to require some work to come out of that so it's it's just about choices I guess in the end (laughs) so let's talk about another thing that's a little difficult this time of year a little bit ago we had daylight savings time so it's Mm -hmm. dark really really early I mean you know, there are still Christmas lights on, the Christmas magic is around, but it can just be really hard to maintain a positive attitude when there is literally less light outside. How do you deal with this? Oh man, this is so hard for me. I live in <laughs> Washington state and in the shortest day of the year, like the end of December, it, the sun goes down at 4 p.m. Like my kids are getting off the school bus and all the street lights are coming on. Oh, so that is so hard. I complain about it every year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just preface it with that. Um, first of all, again, I will say what there's a couple things that help me. Number one, again, the darkness is not creating my experience. My thoughts about the darkness are creating my experience. That is always true. And yet it's okay to have thoughts that mm-hmm. create negative emotions. So um, knowing that, though, really empowers me because when I start feeling down, um, and, and I should say there is such a thing as seasonal depression and there is such a thing as chemical, hormonal, um, emotional imbalances that Absolutely. need treatment by a clinical yes. specialist. Yes. Yeah, I want to say that. But, um, but for the most part, right, it, it is my thinking um, that's creating that experience. So I can go to a thought like... Um, it, it, it's 
like, okay, the sun has gone down, but I can still go for a walk if I want to. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the thought that gets me through it though, is just, this is temporary. Okay. This is temporary. Like it's going to mm-hmm. be dark for a little while, but it's not going to be this dark this early forever. Mm-hmm. And in fact, because I'm so far North and so far East in the time zone, um, it changes really quickly. We have really short days in the winter, but we have really long days in the summer. So it's, it's very temporary. It's like two weeks of really dark and then it slowly starts getting lighter. So even, even to go to a thought like this is temporary is going to feel better than spinning in the self pity and the, over, you know, the negative emotion that we otherwise want to spin in. I absolutely, it is, it's something that is really hard for me. And I mentioned it as I mm-hmm. prefaced the question, one of the things that helps me get out of my mind, you know, out of that spiral is, oh, if it gets dark earlier, I get to see people's Christmas lights earlier. Um, mm-hmm. I get to see, you know, the twinkling lights a little longer. And this is the only time of year that I get to experience that. That's good. I love that. I, I will add one thing too. Sometimes planting a useful question in your mind can mm-hmm. help tell your brain to start looking out for solutions. So okay. with something like the darkness, I, I would ask myself, what is it about the darkness that is challenging? What am I missing? What do I think I'm missing? Right. Mm-hmm. And if you can identify if it's like, like for me, it's, I, I, I don't get to go for my walk because it's so cold, you know, as soon as the sun goes down in the winter or right. whatever it is. Um, okay. And then you plant a question like what would make this easier and more fun? What would help me get more of what I'm seeking given that it's dark earlier and I can't, can't live my life the way I do in the summer. I love what would that. be a fun, easy way to help me or, or what would help make this more fun and easier to navigate? I love that. It, you are allowed to question your negative thoughts, which is such That's a, right. it's such a hard concept um, for me to question those because sometimes they just seem so real. <laughs> they just seem, oh. these negative scenarios I've come up with, they just seem so real, almost tangible. And allowing myself to say, hold up, let's question what you're thinking and see if we can fix that. It takes a lot of work, but it is so helpful. Yeah, you're exactly right. The thing is, is our brains want to be right about what we're believing. So that's why they feel so real because you've been looking for evidence, right? Mm -hmm. If you're like me and you think it's just so hard in the winter, it gets dark so early, then you've been looking for evidence of that. You've been even contributing to making that true for yourself for for a long time. So when we question it, a part of your brain's like, no, you don't understand. Mm -hmm. This is real. This is really hard. There's no way, right? (laughs) But- If you can open yourself up to, but I could be wrong. This could be fine. This could be at least a little easier. It could be a little more fun. There is a way that I could still get my steps in. There is a way that I could, right? Yes, And your brain would know, because you don't have a treadmill. You can't afford one. I know, but what if there was a way? And you just keep the door open a little, then your brain will actually go to work finding the solution. I love it. It's kind of amazing how it works. Yeah. I, your brain is a very, very powerful tool and it, it's, it's yes. okay to question it. Okay, Jody, we're um, running out of time and we have a couple more minutes. I wanted to ask you, this one is kind of a big one that I think rests pretty heavy on a lot of people's hearts, um, especially during the holidays. Um, if you're missing a family member who has probably passed, um, what 
can you do? Because I feel like this is the time of year where people, memories of loved ones come flooding in and the fact that they're not there. Just like I said, sits pretty heavy. What is something you can do if um, that's Mm. something you're going through? Yeah, well, it's back to what we talked about with loneliness, which is you have to allow yourself to feel the feelings that are coming up. So if it's sadness, if it's loneliness, um, it's okay to be sad. It's actually, there's nothing wrong when you're sad. Mm-hmm. And, and especially if you have, if you had a loved one that passed away, that's a very natural, healthy response. Mm-hmm. So rather than like, how do I get out of this sadness? We have to approach it like, okay, how do I want to be there for myself during sadness? And, oh, and that's okay. different for all of us. Some of us want alone time when we're sad. Some of us want to be with friends and family when we're sad. So how can I be here for myself and, and give myself space to be sad? And here's the ironic part. Allowing yourself sadness, taking deep breaths and just letting it come up when it comes up. Don't tell yourself that you shouldn't be sad. Or e- even if you're crying or what have you with others, it's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a healthy human. When you allow the sadness, it cycles through your body like waves lapping up on a beach, and and then mm-hmm. it's gone. Mm-hmm. I and, think that's and then beautiful maybe it imagery. Comes back later, but mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't. People are afraid that the sadness will just overtake them and they'll be out of control. No, that's what happens when we resist the sadness. But if you just allow it, your body knows what to do with it. And, and ask yourself again, what do I need that will best help me be sad right now? I think that what you said is absolutely beautiful, allowing us to be sad because it is, people place it as a negative emotion and people don't want negative emotions. They'd rather just run away from it than feel anything that is not happiness. And they feel ashamed right. if they feel something that isn't happiness. Yeah. And isn't that crazy? Because <laughs> Of course, I want to be sad if I lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. Right? It Absolutely. Makes sense that we'd want to be sad. Yes. Like we yeah. talked about earlier, if you had a friend who lost someone and they were sad, you would be so kind to them. You would tell them, it's okay that you're sad. It's okay that you're feeling lonely. Why wouldn't you show the same kindness towards yourself? That's exactly right. Love it. Okay. Well, Jody, we talked about so many things today. Um, like we said, the holidays are a really happy time. And this podcast was really for those who may be struggling um, with some things here or there. Jody, to end our podcast, we do something we call the Fresh Five, where I ask you five random questions and we get to know you um, a little bit. Awesome. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. So when it comes to Christmas, did you put your tree up right after Halloween or did you wait? I will wait till after Thanksgiving. (laughs) I mean, I had to ask. I'm one of those people that the minute Halloween is over, I'm thinking to myself, it's Christmas time. We're here. I am listening to Christmas music, but the tree adds an element of clutter that I don't love. (laughs) There you go. A little bit of both. All right. Your second question. If you could live in any movie, what movie would it be? Oh, wow. That's such a good question. I think I would live in Forrest Gump. I love that movie so much. And it, I love how it covers so much of history. And uh, yes, it I does. Love the characters. I yeah. love it. Uh, my brother lived um, in Alabama for a while. And I did not know. Oh. It's like the top, one of the top five greenest states in America. And I did not believe that till really? I went down there. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. 
Forrest Gump it is then. All right. Question number three, really easy and either or, are you a waffles or a pancakes person? Oh, pancakes. Like a whole grain pancake. Oh, you, so that was, that was a really easy one for you. There you go. Yeah, I, I honestly love both, but I do love a whole grain pancake. <laughs> well, you could have said both. I would have allowed it. That's fine. It's okay. All right. Number four, what is your favorite holiday tradition? My favorite holiday tradition is when we just started a few years ago, you know, during COVID, they put up those, um, outdoor like igloos mm-hmm. in these restaurants. And uh, we have been going every year since, so maybe this will be our third year or so, is my family and I, the weekend after Thanksgiving, we reserve one of those igloos, and it feels like you're in a snow globe, and we eat a nice dinner, and it kind of kicks off the holidays. I love that. That sounds magical. Like, all of my Elsa dreams are coming true with that. I need to try that. All right, number... They put a little heater in there. It's great. Oh, I love that. Okay, number five... (laughs) What motivates you? What motivates me is honestly just pushing myself to see what I'm capable of. Um, Because there's a lot of things I get to do that are so fun. I love coaching my clients. I love teaching. I love talking to people like you on a podcast. So I don't need motivation to do that. I need motivation for the the things that are hard or that I don't feel like doing. Mm -hmm. And what I remind myself is I want to see what else I'm capable of. And I want to wear myself out pushing myself. And so that's a a thought like that gets me moving. But I'll be honest, sometimes I just do it not motivated. (laughs) (laughs) I, You know what? I think that probably resonates with a lot of people because sometimes there are things in life when you're just not motivated, but you do them. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Like, well, this is what we do. So we're going to do it. (laughs) I love motivation, but I don't wait around for it. There you go. Okay, you answered the Fresh Five brilliantly. Again, it was such a joy talking to you, Jody. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who listened. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe, and we will catch you next time. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.